0: tried to we did we sorry it was in the can
1: yeah we did record it yeah um but there's gonna have to be too much editing yeah wasn't there
0: well yeah it started off like oh we might just cut out the last names i was like that's fair they didn't ask to be on a podcast and then it was like uh maybe we'll just cut like this section out about like this and then it was like Let's just
1: scrap the <laughs> whole thing and start again.
0: Let's hope there's not too many of those. Yeah. Um, I mean, the point of this is to be raw and real.
1: That's yeah, the whole idea. But I think that was like our baby steps. We're still figuring out how much to disclose and what we wanted to talk about,
0: right? Yeah, it's good. It's a good point. Yeah. yeah. No, um, I think it was good to to sort of hit the ground running um, and then have just a bit of. a you know step back have a think about um, things and how it went we'll probably never listen to it again no one will um,
1: it could be a fun throwback though oh, yeah. remember that time we tried to record that first episode
0: <laughs> and then we scrapped it we just play what
1: did that look like
0: we, we play like snippets to all the people who we did talk about um when yeah. we get them on the podcast
1: yeah that could be fun
0: could be really fun be scary. But that's fine. It is.
1: So what are we doing here?
0: I reckon we should start by introducing
1: ourselves.
0: Alright. Go for it. You worked last time. Yeah. Um, why don't you go first?
1: Well, my name is Courtney. Um, I am married to Josh, who is sitting next to me with the other set of headphones on. Um, I don't even know where to go from there. There's too much
0: well I kind of destroyed you last time didn't I I was like a
1: little bit
0: I think so what What I love about Courtney is um she's my biggest supporter um and she is her worst supporter I think that's a good way of describing it
1: that's very accurate
0: yeah yeah She went into a lot of detail last time when I asked her that question. Um, Again, we should stop referring to the previous episode. Well, actually,
1: I went into zero detail, and then you asked me to elaborate, and I went into a lot of detail.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but at the same time, you still didn't talk about a lot, and so I'm
1: good at that. Yeah.
0: I had to come in and go, no, this is, this is Courtney, but I'm not going to do that this time because I think you, as the audience, can, can come to sort of understand her um, as we go along. Yeah.
1: Basically, all that needs to be known for right now, though, is that I'm a teacher and a musician. I love all of my jobs about as equally as each other, which can be quite conflicting sometimes. Um, But yeah, it's also fun. I grew up playing music. Um, I always kind of wanted to be on the stage. I never knew quite how. I never knew if it would actually be possible, but I'm giving it a red hot crack Um, and I married this wonderful man who actually believes in me, um, (laughs) unlike previous relationships. Mm,
0: More on that later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I found myself in teaching and especially teaching music, I just found a massive passion for. So that's what I do with my life. Not a whole lot more, I get pretty, um, pretty, what do you call it, like, single-focused sometimes, Yeah. or just very, like, yeah, yeah, hyper-focused.
0: Yeah, Uh, you're also doing a lot of spoiler alerts, I'm not even asking questions yet, and you're just, like, just going into it, and I love that.
1: Well, I was trying to be helpful, and efficient, (laughs) because last time I didn't think I was very efficient.
0: That's all good, Mm -hmm. that's why we're on a podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: Cheers.
1: Cheers.
0: That one's just going to be no context, just for everyone.
1: You want it to be no context?
0: Yep. Okay. They'll work it out as good as we go along.
1: Okay. Cool. All right. Who are you? Who am
0: I? Uh, My name is Josh, Um, I am married to Courtney, Um, and I I think the, the way that I'd best like to sum up myself has only come to me very recently. Um, I, I was talking to my dad about sort of me and what makes me me um, and he said you know what Josh like, I like to sum it up this way you are someone who is so um, curious about the world um, you just like to know everything how it works um, and you just love to learn and I was like, Dad, that is so good. It's so good that I'm going to make it my LinkedIn bio because I've struggled for three years now <laughs> to make did it. Did you? I did. Mm. I did. Follow me on LinkedIn. You'll see it. It's pretty exciting. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much sums, sums it up. Um, I just, yeah, I'm sure you'll find out more about me. I'm very opinionated. Um loves a good discussion love a good discussion anything we'll just talk bit. to
1: anybody about anything
0: we'll talk to anybody. about anything wants
1: to know about anything and everything in fact like there won't be five minutes without Josh asking why do you think this does this and me being like I don't know Josh what do you think
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I get annoyed because I'm like can't we just play this game like we can just we can just <laughs> we can just you know think about it and then think up some answers we could, yeah. And that might be what we do on this podcast.
1: Maybe. Yeah.
0: Maybe. Hey, this is the time where we're just going to get into who you are and what makes you you. So let's start from the beginning. Okay. Where did it all begin for you, Courtney?
1: Oof. Um. Well, way back when I was born in Mackay, and then after a hot minute, we moved to Bundaberg, where our lives crossed over.
0: I know. So, okay, are we going to get into this? If you want to, go for it. I love it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's not really much to get into. Like, Our lives did cross over, but how, like, it wasn't in a big way, was it?
1: No, it was in a very, very minute way. Um, this still counts. So when I was three, four-ish, um, that's when my family moved to Bundaberg for my dad's work. And Josh happened to be in Bundaberg at the same time. I know. Craziness. <laughs> Absolutely. Meant to be. So crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after that even hotter minute in Bundaberg, my family moved to a farm outside of Dolby because my dad got an opportunity on the family farm, my mum's family farm. And yeah, grew up on a little property. Sorry, not a little property. No, it's pretty big. big property. <laughs> <laughs> um, in a little country.
0: Okay, of no, town. no, no. This is what I find interesting because I still, I mean, I've been there. Um, it, it, I still don't really fully understand its size. So how, if you were talking to someone, a stranger, say, maybe someone even listening to this podcast, how big was that farm? In, in city terms, city slicker terms. Oh, I don't know. Like Concrete Cowboy, R.M. Williams, wearing.
1: It was a big fuck off farm. <laughs> Does that count? Yeah. Because I feel like that's the only thing that city people would I think think understand. We <laughs> but they'd be like, wanna acres, Heck tans, what are acres, hectares,
0: what? I think we just, the podcast just became self-titled, by the way. <sighs> Anyway,
1: so, um, yeah, it was a big farm. Um, But it was beautiful. No, no,
0: seriously. No, I actually need you to put it into some layman's terms. Okay, well... Like, compare it to something. Mm. Surely you've done it for someone.
1: No, I've never had to. It was, like, 3,600 acres, which actually doesn't seem like a big farm compared to a lot of, like cattle stations and all yeah, that. Yeah, well, it's but not
0: like Kim and Co.
1: For a dry land cropping farm,
0: it's that's pretty big. pretty massive. For, and for someone who, like one person who farms it.
1: Yeah, it was just my dad farming it um, for the last, like, 10 years, I'd say.
0: So,
1: yeah. Yeah. But yeah, grew up there. A little country girl. Um, I'm very much not a country girl these days, though. I went to boarding school in Brisbane. The big smoke. Um, and my sister came along with me after, well, when she was ready, she was younger than me, so she came a couple of years later. Um, and then, yeah, went, well, I had an awesome music teacher in high school, and he was kind of the person that got me and believed in me. Um, and
0: I did not think that I could make a career out of music. Well, I, whoa, you just, you're going all over the shop. Uh, am I, sorry. Am I going to have to come in here and just I like structure this bad boy out? Alright, you, you want to restart full stop. Maybe.
1: It's
0: too late. It's too late, we've we come too far. I think the other
1: one was
0: better.
1: And that's sad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's going to get better, let's just, let's just play on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have some more wine. Okay. Um. Let's go right back to the beginning, like right back, way, way. Back. Oh, you
1: I mean back to my parents having sex?
0: Yes. There we go. See, now we're back on track. <laughs>
1: Saved
0: it. Saved it. Yeah.
1: My parents have do Your sex? parents have sex? Yeah.
0: Do you reckon they do now?
1: Yeah. Hundred percent. Mm. And that's a very comforting thing for me.
0: Mm. Because
1: it, like, I know that they love each other so heckin' much. Mm. It's ridiculous. Like, it's awesome. Yeah, and they continue working on their relationship every day. I love that. Um, and that was something that was really nice growing up. Yeah. they were always so affectionate and lovely. Mm. And it was disgusting. <laughs> them making out all the time. <laughs> but like it was nice because you were like yeah they're good together they love each other they're each other's best friends it was nice it was a really good demonstration of a healthy relationship that's
0: awesome so okay you're born in Mackay then you moved to Bundaberg Mm -hmm. and then you settled in Dolby Mm -hmm. so you're in Dolby for a while I'm assuming like your first memories are from Dolby
1: I have some memories from Bundaberg
0: okay yeah. But Dolby, so suddenly you've gone from Bundaberg, which is kind of like you know houses. This
1: is it bedtime
0: for you? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, like so, how, like sort of suburban ish, yeah. and then you've gone to a farm. Yeah. It just talk, talk me through what that was like as a child, being free. Like I've been out there, like it's flat as a tack. You can see for miles. It's beautiful. But the oasis is around the house. So if you go too far, like especially in the wrong conditions, it could be quite bad. Um, maybe yeah. not for a country kid, but talk <laughs> me through that, you know?
1: Oh, it was just so nice and peaceful all the time. Um, I've always felt really safe because you're so far away from anything that could possibly get you, um, except the monsters under the bed. There was a solid while I had a scary shadow on the wall in my bedroom. It was only my bedroom for a little while because... I was really sick it was actually the spare bedroom Um, (laughs) yeah so my sister and I shared a room for a little while Mm -hmm. which was really cute yeah sometimes not great because we would just keep each other up at night um, which was great but you know not great for the whole sleep thing yeah Uh, but yeah I got really sick one time and had to be in a separate room and so I was in the spare bedroom and this was this was early days of living out there so I think we still had some boxes and stuff sitting in the room
0: there
1: was this really scary shadow and i was like this monster is gonna get me Mm. i was terrified for a long time and i did not sleep very much at all um but yeah beyond that like no monsters to get you out there okay that's good so
0: but tell me because i haven't heard of this sickness before what was what was that
1: i think i just had a middle ear infection okay It wasn't anything
0: super bad. Fair enough. But (laughs) But why'd you have to move out of the room?
1: Oh, because I think there was a gross flu that went with it. Ah.
0: Yeah.
1: But I remember the ear infection part because I was in pain. Interesting. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So.
0: But from, like, youngest sort of memory, you, you have had a good... And still do have a good relationship with your sister.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really nice relationship.
0: Something that not a lot of sort of... You know, family shares. Mm. I'm I'm lucky. Like I have a similar sort of relationship with my sister. It hasn't always been close. Your great. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you've got a better relationship with her than I do. <laughs> She's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Dom and I were pretty close growing up. Um, we would spend every afternoon playing in the backyard, um, climbing trees, and you know, pretending to be some lost princesses in a forest shooting bows and arrows and all that kind of I
0: stuff. I mean, cool.
1: Yeah, and we had bikes, but we would name them and pretend they were horses. And oh. um, there was a period of time where Dad was renovating our house and part of it was just, like, the structural elements, so just, like, the timber frameworks and stuff like that. And I would put little names on a few of the different, like, Sections, pretending that they were the stables for my horses <laughs> um,
0: that's awesome
1: yeah I begged my parents for horses for ages yeah I thought that would be really nice And I read lots of horse books when I was younger, Mm -hmm. but my dad, being my dad, was like, "We don't have enough room for a horse out here. What are we going to do with it?" And I was like, "We literally have a whole farm. Like, what do you mean there's not room for a horse?"
0: The horse would need the barley, and (laughs) (laughs) And that's the issue.
1: Like, we didn't have enough like usable, usable. Usable, usable Ooh. farmland <laughs> for a horse, and they're also really bloody expensive. So. Yeah,
0: and and continually, it's not like yeah, they stay. all the time. Yeah, if you honestly, if you're out there, um, and you're thinking of getting into like buying horses, horse racing, something like that, I mean, are we both sort of certifying this one? This this take. Sure. Don't buy it.
1: But also certified. <laughs> also. If you have horses, we would love to hear about your lifestyle and how you make that work. Um, Yeah. Yeah. How is that economically
0: viable? (laughs) We'd love to hear. Yeah, because I I think, I mean, this is the fun thing about life, especially when you get older. Like, you can do anything. Yeah. But there is a cost to everything, Mm -hmm. uh, a physical, mental, um, relational. um, There's always a cost. And if you think that there's no cost, well... It's going to be a cost to someone else, or or something like that. It's not always
1: monetary either. It's often other costs, like time or yeah, yeah, that kind
0: of
1: thing.
0: Well, horses are animals, and so you need to put time into them, right? Yeah. Well,
1: my friend has a horse. Have I told you about this? One of my friends has a horse. It's on adjustment, uh, like half an hour 40 minutes from where she lives yeah and she has to drive out there every single day and she's
0: very busy yes
1: super busy every single day every single day to go feed her horse and ride it
0: I hope I hope we get this friend on because that's not the only wild, like, a wacky thing that she does. No,
1: there's a lot that would be really fascinating to discuss yeah. and unpack and
0: just... Uh, I reckon it's a two-parter. First part, yeah. course chat. Yeah. Like, because there's a whole thing to discussing that. Mm. And then there's...
1: Relationships.
0: Ooh. you You're going to go there.
1: Well, what were you thinking?
0: I was thinking what's her favourite pizza topping.
1: Ah. Yeah, I missed that mark, didn't I? Yeah.
0: and she's got a really interesting one.
1: She has a fascinating whole life story, really. Like, we should just get... Well, yeah. Chat about
0: everything. That could be a long one. I, I guess, I mean, uh, I mean, we, 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 want, we want to engage the audience in these, right, obviously. And obviously down the track, there's going to be a lot of us talking at the start. Um, once you get to know us... Um, there less of us talking. there less of us talking. And, yeah. and when we run out of content, um, we're just hoping to start milking you guys dry. Um, and we want to know about you. We want to know about you. That um, kind of leads us to the whole point of this podcast,
1: doesn't it? Well, like we just want to journey with people. We want to share our journey with other people and we want to um, be a part of your journey. We yeah. want to know what you're up to. We want to...
0: About your whole life, well, not your whole life, but you know, as much as you want to share, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, because um, we do have a time limit, but yeah, yes,
1: well,
0: there, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, on that, that's what I was sort of getting to before. Let us know, like, how much you how long you want these podcasts to go. Like, I'm, I'm a podcast listener, um, I listen to one consistent podcast five days a week, um, and that podcast is about an hour and a half. And that's, like, solid for me. Um, and we're probably only going to do once a week, twice a week, two different ones. Um, yeah, l- let us know where you're vibing. Like, I mean, plot twists uh, work in, in media. Um, and when podcasting started to take off, um, no one listened to what podcasting like listeners wanted, <laughs> um, which was so wacky. I don't know where this data came from, but the, the data was... Small bite-sized podcasts. That's what that's what people want. Mm. They, they just want a little bang, like a little, little bit of that, and then like, you know, move on. Yeah. Fun um, like facts for a hot
1: minute,
0: and then yeah, fun facts. Yes. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. good. Um, we're well, definitely doing fun facts. Josh loves a good fun fact. I do love a good fun fact. I hope um, you love them too, because you're gonna hear some. Well, you're gonna have to love them. Like that's just the way. Anyway. Um, and I got really shitty because these podcasts suddenly changed their entire format um, just to cater for this weird audience who I don't even know exists. Um, and people were like, "No, fuck no!" Like, we, uh, we, the longer the better, you know. Like, I can do a two-hour pod, honestly. Not you could, you could not do all the time a
1: whole day podcast
0: if you really wanted. Well, I do, I do, <laughs> I do listen to yeah. Um, just, and, but then I have different ones. Like you know, obviously no one wants to listen to us all day. But no. then you can switch and change. And anyway, get in touch. Let us know what you like. Um, I'm just going to make long ones, so I don't give a shit what like what you say. But it'll be <laughs> interesting to get some data.
1: I will care. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I used to be the, the kind of person. Well probably still am. But I would enjoy shorter ones, like 15-30 minutes, because I would just like chuck a podcast on while I went for a walk or a run. So you are the,
0: the weird one.
1: Yeah, I am the weird one.
0: See, that? that's still not as short as they were talking about, though.
1: No, 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 no. They
0: were talking like like radio break. Like five minutes
1: no, back. No, too short. Yeah. Not interested. Don't get enough detail and, yeah. But
0: 20, min- 20 minutes is tough. Like, put it this way, we've been talking for 22 minutes.
1: Mm.
0: I'm going to cut out like maybe five of that, but like...
1: <laughs> so much for not editing much.
0: <laughs>
1: no, it's necessary yeah Yeah. my bad anyway
0: <laughs> more on that later
1: more on that later
0: yeah um, to Dobby you had a you call it a great childhood
1: it was a great childhood
0: good childhood definitely awesome um, yeah. now at some point in that childhood you picked up something I did what'd you pick up I was trying to think of something funny. I know, I know you <laughs> were. I could see it might work and it was that wrong, right? It was yeah, was yeah, up. Like,
1: yeah, when I was about five years old.
0: <laughs> Huge. I was four, but that's what makes us really a great, like, couple.
1: Um, yeah, no, I picked up a violin. My mum played a bunch of, um, like, concert videos on the TV. Um, they were the Dixie Chicks, which are now called the Chicks. Um, Bond quartet. Let's
0: not get into that. Bond. Bond. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and what was the other one? The other one was oh the Cause Oh. So, like, yeah. Super cool band. Yeah. Um, they're still around these days actually as well. I think Bond is too, but I think they do all lot of international.
0: Oh, uh, I look. I looked up Bond recently. Yeah. Because Cody and I bonded over Bond. <laughs> and um, early on in our relationship, um, and. I looked them up and yeah, like they they're not looking too good. Well, like Some I of them think
1: are fine, but they're doing lots of stuff. Yeah, just overseas, but they're an Australian group. What? Yeah, they're an Australian group.
0: I didn't look them up, wasn't Apparently not. Are you sure? Sh- I'm. Are you sure? Google it. On my watch. Oh, hang on.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, no. I'll Okay, you're gonna talk all right, I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay.
1: So yeah, my mom showed me all of these video um video concerts of those bands and i just kept seeing these violinists on there and i was like heck yeah like that looks really cool i want to do that um and so i would stand in front of the tv with a hairbrush and a paintbrush and pretend to be playing the violin um and i would beg my mom for violin lessons
0: for ages
1: um
0: and this is the thing i find interesting so you you were the one begging so she was was just playing this stuff because she enjoyed it yeah I mean, she would say now... She
1: always wanted us to learn music. Yeah. And she... So, with my sister and I, we could always learn an instrument that we wanted to learn, but we both had to learn the piano. Yeah, gotcha. So, like, the fact that we both wanted to play other instruments, that was really awesome. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, we obviously had to pick up the piano as well at some point. So, mm. yeah, I was just super keen to learn this thing. Um, but living in the country, it's really hard to find teachers, um, and especially teachers who are willing to teach a five-year-old how to play
0: mm. violin.
1: Not so much in, probably in the city, you find that a lot more, but definitely mm. out there, like, there were teachers who were just like, nah, she's too young.
0: Yeah, like, there, even, there were even teachers out there. She yeah. didn't want to take you on.
1: There was like one teacher. Okay. To be fair. And, and she was good, right? Up, hey. She was good, right? I didn't have her as a teacher because she didn't want to teach me.
0: I just wanted I just wanted you yeah. to say talk, that. Talk shit about no talk
1: shit about <laughs> I don't know if she was a good teacher.
0: I thought um, I thought she, we, I thought I heard that weed that she was bad.
1: I'm not sure. I don't know. Um but she refused to teach me because I was too young and so we had this other man um come and teach me to play violin and teach teaching. Um, but he was, oh, sorry. I went to him at school, um, but he was a cellist and maybe a guitarist, but he was the one that got me started and he left after like a year. Um, so then mum had to travel me to and from Toowoomba every fortnight, which was like over an hour drive, um, to the teachers that were there. And we did that all through primary school. So yeah, thanks mum. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, big, big props to Vicky
1: Yeah, that's the only way I would actually know how to play my instrument right now Yeah. Um, very very grateful for that I don't know if I would travel my kid an hour every fortnight no. Actually an hour isn't super long If you think of it in city terms like that would just be going across the city
0: I mean, It depends on what time of day where you, where you are
1: Yeah, it's fascinating, hey? Is it? You don't think it's
0: fascinating? I think it is quite fascinating.
1: Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> by the way, Bond is an uh, Australian and British.
1: Australian and British? Pop band. yeah. Okay, there you go. Tough. So I was half right.
0: And that makes me also right. Okay, sure. We'll yeah. go with that.
1: Uh, I was more right.
0: No, no, no. I don't think we'll go with that. I think that, like, that's how it's going to go. Sure. Agree mm. no to disagree. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Tension. I like this. It's mm. good. It's good.
1: Um. Yeah. Anyway, then I went off to boarding school.
0: Um, wow. Okay. So. Big. So this is huge for like farming communities. You're off. You're basically leaving home. Yeah. Uh, in grade seven. or it was grade eight. eight.
1: But yeah, I was about twelve.
0: Twelve. Gosh. Yeah.
1: And yeah, went off away from the parentals. Um, and lived at school met some really cool people met some very not nice people so <laughs> um, it was a real mix yeah boarding school
0: was a tough time uh, school is a, a, a quite a mixed bag
1: it is, it definitely is for everyone um, but yeah it was definitely tough being away from my family um, yeah I had a really awesome violin teacher at the school and he was just basically like my dad away from home. <laughs> and
0: yeah.
1: My biggest mentor and biggest supporter, and he was just yeah, really awesome, really there for me through all that time. Um, thank you. And
0: this yeah. wasn't the old guy. No. This was
1: This was David.
0: Can we get we're going to say David this time? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um and he was 40s. Yeah. What? David was in his 40s?
0: When you were in when school. When I was going through school. So that means that he's in his fifties slash sixties now. No, 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 He'd be late fifties.
1: I mean, sorry, late forties, early fifties. I think. maybe he's in his forties now? I can't remember. Anyway, that's irrelevant. <laughs> no, I think it's
0: very important. Do you?
1: Okay. So he... Do you think um, he's in his... Because he, he looks turned, quite... He turned 40 sometime during my time at school.
0: I can't remember if it was early or late. And you think that still makes him in his 40s? How old do you think you are?
1: It's only been eight years since I left school.
0: That's what I mean. So you, you spent six... So he
1: could still be 48. It could have been the last year of school. I can't remember when he turned 40.
0: It's a low chance, though. Sure. Anyway.
1: Anyway.
0: Um, <laughs> this is the facts going to get straight.
1: Both of his kids are out of school now. Yeah. He could be 50.
0: Hang on, you, you just changed then. I'm so confused.
1: Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't know why you think it matters. It doesn't matter. Oh, he looks
0: quite young. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: Now I've just completely lost track.
0: Oh no. So he was amazing.
1: Yeah, he was awesome.
0: That's all. It was really
1: great. Um, Yeah. And for a long time, like, I I was never actually, like, a very good violinist. Um, I was super average. Um, But I kind of decided at one point that I wanted to be a musician. It was the thing that kind of called to me most out of everything that I was doing with my childhood. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he was like, well, if you want to do it, like, you have to do it. As in, like, Whoa. it's not just gonna happen,
0: yeah. You
1: have to start acting like you're gonna do it, it's
0: a huge and, point,
1: yeah. Which meant putting in the hours of practice, it yeah, it meant putting in so much hard work, um, that I just hadn't done before because I was like, oh, like, if it's meant to be, it'll be, and. I'll probably never make it anyway, so why bother trying?
0: Mm. Um,
1: but yeah, he kind of showed me that I could do it. I did have to do a heck of a lot of work, but I could do it. Um, and but so he supported me through that, and he's the reason I'm where I am today.
0: So I, I guess maybe this is something we can get in, into later, because you make it sound like you know you didn't have a lot of self confidence and. Um, it's true, you didn't.
1: Zero self-confidence.
0: Yeah, but it's not like it went from zero to 100.
1: No. Because
0: as long as I've known you, I've only seen you get, like, close to even 50%, in, like, recently. Yeah. So would you argue that you only need a little bit, just a, a snuff of a 1% of self-confidence, to get where you've come because you have come very far
1: it is an interesting question um i think around that time like i did have very little self-confidence um that was kind of around the time that we discovered that i had depression Mm. so i was like hardcore struggling a lot um it was yeah super severe a very very dark time and it took a really long time to I guess, discover and then kind of come out of um, get the help that I needed. Yeah. But during all of that, music kind of became my safe space. Mm. It became the thing that, well, it took me away from people that I didn't enjoy because they were mean and awful. <laughs> but um, it was also, like, my way of expressing myself. It was my self-discovery. It was my way of um, exploring my faith a little bit further as well. Mm. Um, it was literally the thing that kind of kept me alive during that time and so I was doing it more and more and more and that kind of coincided like it was the thing that helped me with my mental health but it coincided with me saying okay I want to do this so I have to put in the work now um so yeah that's kind of what I did and I found like I was improving so much quicker. Amazing. You practice and you improve. Why? What? Craziness. The kids at school that I teach now wouldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I still don't. Josh still doesn't yet. He never practices. More on that later. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I can't remember where I was going with that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was improving a lot basically Mm. Um, and that brought me a lot of joy to actually see that the hard work I was doing paid off. Crazy. Um, And then because of that I was like doing really well with my music studies, I was doing really well with exams, I was doing really well with my auditions and stuff like that Mm. for when I was starting to go. into youth orchestras and when I was starting to prepare for entering into university and all of that kind of thing. So
0: So it's starting to, I guess it's like the snowball effect, right? It's starting yeah. to really just take off. Like you have to put work in, but you're seeing it come back
1: Yeah. And, and almost
0: self-repel itself.
1: Yeah, and it was like playing music was the thing that brought me joy and then also seeing those successes and... Like, seeing the reward for all of that hard work, that would fill me with joy as well, which kind of helped me out of my depression alongside mm. other helpers. <laughs> mm.
0: Because there's no doubt, like, the talent's there. You know, David wouldn't have said those things if talent wasn't there.
1: Yeah, but anyone can have talent.
0: So true. And that's worth have getting at, It yet. doesn't
1: mean that you actually get anywhere.
0: Yeah.
1: It's always hard work. Mm. The people who are at the top of their game, it's always hard work.
0: And I feel like the people who... Like, if you're someone who flew through life um, in school, in particular, um, and you, like, everything came easy, like, it was all good, all crazy. Oh, the
1: real world would hit you hard in the face. Yeah.
0: And it, it may... Look, it... It may not hit you hard at first. It may take years. But, you know, you, you'll be missing out on something.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Like, the world might not hit you hard in the face. It might hit you real soft, but over a really long period of time. Mm. Um, and then all of a sudden you find yourself beaten up and being like, how, did, how the heck did this happen?
0: Mm. Um, or there's a yeah. big part missing and you realise, hang on. Yeah, big holes. I never really strive for anything, like what's sort of going on. Mm. I hope that no... <laughs> I hope that no one's sort of like <laughs> out there just listening to this and being like, oh shit, like I don't, I don't really have... Like what, what do I have? Don't stress... Like I don't really know what I had. Well, I didn't really know what I had, or where I was going. Until... And that's
1: all part of this whole thing, right? That's why we're yeah. here. That's why we're talking about what we're talking about. That's because it.
0: That's why you're listening.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we started talking about putting this podcast together, we're like, okay, what do we, what do we want it to be? Like, how is this actually going to be different to anything else that's out there? And we're just like sipping our coffee and taking down some ideas. And We're in Perth. We were in Chasing Perth. Chasing your dreams. Chasing my dreams. Um, <laughs> just doing some more music things.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, we're just having coffee and we're like, well, I think it's actually about the mundanity of life.
0: Mm. Like, it's about
1: the simple things. It's about how normal we are. Like, neither of us. You know, we're not, like, high flyers in our careers. We're not anything special. I think it's just about how, yeah, mundane. uh, relatable, maybe. I think that's the idea, like.
0: I I think the idea is, like, vulnerability. vulnerability, So, like, talking about the things that we're going through. Because it's not, I actually don't think it is mundane. I think that. Sorry,
1: yeah, mundane is probably the wrong word, but it's the things that everyone's going through but
0: yeah not everyone is talking about yeah and like I guess life can be really cool and we've had we've had some really cool moments already some really big highs some some real almost like bucket bucket list sort of ticking the box mm. kind of stuff um but sorry that's kind of what the other stuff is it's that it's that ticking the box stuff it's that uh we've had a big weekend socially and we have to do some washing. Like someone has to do some washing um because we're not gonna have any clothes for the week. Or yeah, Courtney's sick again. I don't. <laughs> um it, she can't function. Um someone's gonna step up, someone's gotta get some food ready, someone's gotta, you know. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Seems to be a regular occurrence. No, but
0: but then but then I guess the other part of that is how two people can really come together and really compliment each other. Mm. You know, like there are things that I don't do. That you do really well for me. Uh, you you are the driver behind this podcast, um, and like that's what relationships about. It's it's all of those things. It's trust as well, um, and and it's also about making mistakes. Yeah. I think our lives to this point, you know, I'm someone who who planned really really hard. You know I think I planned probably what am I seven years out of school so I've got three more years of my planned life in the barrel it's not helpful because I'm not where I thought I would be seven years mm-hmm. in um, but my point is like you plan because you don't want to make mistakes but even planned I made so many mistakes yeah some mistakes even planned right (laughs) you know like I'll be honest losing my virginity that was a planned mistake Mm. a lot of people have really terrible stories and I noted that and I was like you know what I've got to make mine maybe not particularly not great but at least have a story when I was young Mm. you know I don't want to be that guy that was like oh yeah I just got married and like boom there we were (laughs) you know like and that's a bit of a tangent but like that's life, you know, it's... Yeah.
1: But that's adulting, isn't it? And finding yourself is all about making your own mistakes and, you know, learning who you are. Yeah. During that whole time.
0: Huge. Yeah. So you got to boarding school. You <laughs> got through boarding school.
1: Yeah.
0: Now we get into the real juicy bits of life. Okay. And I talk, I'm talking about juicy in all the good and the bad ways, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, all of the above.
0: <laughs> so talk me through what happened next. Okay. In particular, the mistakes.
1: <laughs> well, there's lots of those. The highs and the lows. So, at the end of grade 12 at school, I got into the Queensland Conservatorium in Viola Performance um, to do a Bachelor of Music, um, and that was really exciting. I was so pumped, um, and I'd worked really, really hard for that. I got a scholarship to go there, um, which was pretty cool. I also got a scholarship from my school, well, like, because I was going into the music industry, they were like, hey, here's a bursary um, because, you know, music is hard. <laughs> How much was it? Oh, I think it was only like $500
0: or something. But that oh, was, man, like, I that got a bigger big. one.
1: You, know, you what? Yeah.
0: I got a, I got a bursary. From your school? No, not from my school.
1: Okay, so I got one from my school and I
0: got a scholarship to uni. What does that mean? Does it mean that your degree was, you didn't pay for it?
1: No. It just meant that oh. I... So, I can't remember the exact name of the scholarship. It might have been a bursary as well, but it was like this thing that you get, it was for the top, the top audition for viola, bassoon, and maybe oboe (laughs) students or something like that. But yeah, it was.
0: And it was, but it was through the comm yeah and it was just it was just money
1: yeah
0: did you receive money or did you get it off your
1: no i received money
0: you received money yeah that's that's better
1: savings account and that eventually went towards when i bought a new bow
0: yeah because that's all that's all we've afforded (laughs) yeah and is that the carbon fiber bow no
1: no 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 no, that
0: one i already had damn it so (laughs) it's a good bow yeah
1: it's the good bow that i
0: have Ah, i wanted that to be the first mistake that we spoke about
1: like, it was Like, you know, the yeah. carbon fiber bow was not a mistake. What do you mean? What do you mean?
0: You said you do not like it.
1: Okay, so the carbon fiber bow that I have for my violin, super good, especially in You've a teaching... You've got two? No, I only have one. Okay, go on. It's really good, especially in a teaching setting, because it's so hardy, doesn't break. It also, like, bounces really well. It has quite a nice tone. But for, like, classical performing on violin, I would much prefer a wooden bow because I feel like it has a lot more nuance and colour in its sound than this particular carbon fibre bow, mm-hmm. right? So that bow, the carbon fibre one, is perfect for what I need on violin at the moment. But, yeah.
0: Okay. yeah. Alright.
1: Anyway, All right, that's enough. That a little tangent. Um... What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Went to uni um, at the con. Met some really cool people. Also met some less cool people there as well. They seem to exist everywhere. Isn't that crazy? Um, Yeah. I did not do my con years very
0: well. You didn't do your latter high school years very well either.
1: No, but I at least practiced in my latter high school years.
0: True. True.
1: When I was at the con, I was kind of like, ah, like, I did so much hard work when I was in school. Like, it'll just come to me now, which is so dumb because that's literally what I learned is not the case in high yeah. school. It doesn't just come to you. You have to friggin' work hard.
0: Mm. Um, but obviously you were still performing at a level that was fine.
1: Yeah. But what so was going
0: on to not, like, to not promote that?
1: Um, so during my first year at the con, I got into a relationship with a man who was much older, um, and he he had a very strong influence over my life at that time. I was very naive, extremely vulnerable, um, and at the time I was like, wow, like this guy, he loves me. Like, I need to spend all this time with him and put so much work into the relationship. Which, like, is true. If you want a relationship to be successful, you have to put in work. That's There's no getting around that. Um, the issue was he didn't put the work in the other way. It was all me.
0: Mm. Um, we, put in, we put work in for, like, 20 seconds, baby. That's uh, another
1: story. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, it was just an incredibly toxic relationship. Um, I was always belittled and undermined by him. I was, he would condescend me all the time, especially in front of all my friends, Um, and I just felt like crap, basically, all the time. Um, But, yeah, during that time, like, I was made to feel like I would never make it as a musician, Um, and so then I would try less and less. and. At the same time, like, when you don't feel like you can make it in the classical world, like, it's a really bloody hard world to get into, Mm. right? It's a really hard world to make it, and it can also be a really toxic world as well. Um, And so during that time, I was like, I just don't know if I can... I don't know if I want to be in this world anymore. I don't know if I want to be a musician if this is what everyone's going to be like. It's not what everyone's going to be like, but that was just...
0: Well, when you're around, like, one incredibly toxic person, it seems like that's what the world's like. Yeah. Because they are, in a large way, shaping your view.
1: Yeah. It was a very big part of my life at Mm. that point, um, which was just super yucky, um, and it shouldn't have happened, but it did, and that's, like, I'm who I am today because of that, Mm. Um, for good or for bad, (laughs) a bit of both.
0: (laughs) Well, and I think as well, like, not 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 to tease, but, like, that does almost deserve a podcast, and in, in mm. of itself. Is is that because that that was what three years for you?
1: It was a two-year relationship. Um, two years. I was seventeen when we met.
0: He was twenty-six oh, or twenty-seven. Um, oh my god! It, it gets see. I, I've heard a lot of this. And I've seen a lot of this. Like, like the the scars like run deep. Yeah. You know, and I think we're only just starting to get to the the bottom of those and and really getting to that healing stage
1: yeah I mean I've been healing for a really long time after him I wasn't in a relationship for a really really long time yeah until you Mm. um because I I knew I needed that time for myself and to get over that
0: and it was the same for me like I I had a a really long time in between (laughs) in between you and my previous
1: relationship
0: more on that later <laughs> um, it wasn't a lot I think it's a no, lot it but for me <laughs> but for someone who can spend roughly 30 seconds with themselves like by themselves it, it seemed like years
1: yeah he needs people around him
0: <laughs> um, better or for worse yeah so
1: yeah during that time super toxic relationship not in a good mental place at all um started to lose my joy for playing music and started to lose my purpose for actually like why i was studying it why i was Mm. playing why i was there what i was actually doing Mm. Um, and so yeah i went away from the music world for a little bit i did finish that degree mind you halfway through i was like i just want to quit um but yeah, made it through that degree. I decided to then take on a law degree um, nice. completely outside of the music world. Something easy as well. Super, super easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually loved. I did a year of law. Loved that year.
0: I really? Thought, I've never actually. Sorry, I, I've never noticed you say that. <laughs> no, no, uh, that sounds uh, sarcastic. I no, no, that sounds sarcastic. No, I, I, I've heard you. And now, I mean, we can get into the fact that I, I don't hear or hear a lot of things that don't happen. Um, oh, like, like you, like you'll be like, I said I would do the washing. You know, don't you hear? Don't you remember me saying that, or whatever?
1: Okay.
0: Anyway, besides that, we'll discuss <laughs> that later. It doesn't matter. No, but uh, I guess like my point. What is my point? Your point um, is that you haven't heard a lot about my law degree. No, I have, but, but I've heard you respect it for what it was and more so get to the point of, but it wasn't where I wanted to go. So like that was, that was a year and, and I appreciate it for what it was, but I, did, I never heard you say you loved it.
1: I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. I thoroughly learned, uh, thoroughly loved like learning everything that I did in that first year. Different uni. Um, Yeah, it was a different university, it was a very different lifestyle that I was kind of leading, a very different community at Mm. the meeting, like where the con is very like small and clicky um, and like you're literally living in everyone's pockets, you're around the same people all day, every day I was suddenly at a university where there (laughs) are hundreds and hundreds of people in the same year Mm. studying the same degree Um, and so you could be could lurk in the shadows a lot more which I kind of liked. It is one of your favorite places. It is. It's It's
0: black in the shadows. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah but no like I loved that law was all about history. I loved that it was all about language. It was um, all about like justice and people and finding equity and equality. Mm. Um, Yeah I was very much about all of that and Um, I'm like a... I like studying. I'm just a real nerd and I'm good at it, so... Um.
0: Oh, my gosh. Maybe that's actually the... I think that's the title. I'm just a nerd and I'm good at it.
1: (laughs) It's probably the most... Actually, your most accurate statement is that you love learning. Yeah. I also love learning, but I'm just a massive nerd. And when that's nerd
0: the good, biggest it? thing. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love that. Statement. That's, that's the, actually that's the title. Okay. I love that. That's, that, that really does sum you up. <laughs> um, I think as well, it speaks into maybe some diagnoses that you, you wish you had. Um, yeah.
1: More on that later. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So I don't know. I really enjoyed that year. I really enjoyed like, that it was so different to everything that I'd spent the last mm. however many years doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but during that time, I was doing lots of instrumental teaching at yep. a new school, um, and I was really enjoying that, like, more than I ever thought. When I left school, I was like, I am never going to be a teacher. Like, stuff that. That would suck. <laughs> Who wants to hang out with kids all day, every day? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was doing a lot of teaching... During that year and that's also thanks to my instrumental teacher during high school and his wife like they got me that teaching gig Mm. they're like hey we think this would be really awesome for you do you want to do it and I was like yeah sure I'll earn some money that'll be great Um, but I actually loved it it was really cool I had some really awesome young students to deal with and I was like learning so much about myself through teaching them Um, but also during that year, I was working in a law firm, and I was looking around at all of the solicitors around me, and they just did not enjoy their lives.
0: (laughs) This is such a, like, I think this is such a huge point, and I'm I'm sure, actually, you know what, I don't reckon we have any solicitors or lawyers, like, listening to us, because they don't have the time to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, the solicitors I was working with, um they were literally working like 7am till 10pm every day and every weekend like there yeah. was not a weekend that they were not working
0: the it's whole not sustainable weekend. it's
1: yeah and these poor people had children and families and you know like they had stuff outside of their work but like they would drag themselves into work they would work really bloody hard every day and most of what I heard from those lawyers when I talked to them was, oh, yeah, I got into the career because I thought it would make me money. Like, oh, and it does. It does. It, it's 100%. important to state that. But at what
0: cost? And that's, and I'm, you, you stole the words right out, of my mouth, mm-hmm. out of my mouth. That's what we were talking about before. It was yeah. that, that cost element. Yeah. Whether they realize it or not, their family is paying the cost, they, their mental health is paying the cost. Mm-hmm. Um, Their physical health is paying the cost. Their relationships are paying the cost. Um, And for some people, that is still worth it. Yeah. That is, um, like, the lifestyle is good for them. Um,
1: And you know what? Like, if you're super passionate about what you're doing, then yeah, 100%. Like, that is totally okay to spend all of that time doing that, right? Because
0: you'll never work a day in your life.
1: Exactly. But what I was finding when I was working in that job was I wasn't passionate enough about it. I was no. like, if I'm going to be spending like my whole life doing a job, which inevitably, like, no matter what career path you're in, you have to put work in.
0: Like, so true. That's
1: the only way well, that you can do well at it, basically.
0: And yeah, and, and sorry to like cut you off there again as well. Like, I think that's the point. Like, I made the joke of, you know, if you love what you do, you'll never work day in your life. That's so, like, dumb. I'm sure there are some people who are like, no, I haven't worked a day in my life. Like, I love what I do. I have loved all the things that I have done, except my degrees. <laughs> um, I hated those. More I'm <laughs> I'm right, on that later. Yeah, more on that later. <laughs> um, but it's the... Um, where was I going with that? Um,
1: oh, like it's the times that you love that make it worth it.
0: So true. But all humans, like we have our moments. Oh, there, yeah. there are tasks, there are days, there are people within our lives that mean that we, it's not always going to be fine and dandy. No. But it's the way that you, it's the amount of time that it's good. And it's the way that you pick up when it's bad that decides whether you can continue that, whether it's sustainable. It
1: has a lot to do with the people that you're working with as well. Oh, that's huge. But yeah, for me, I was like, I just don't think that I can be staring at a screen all day, every day. I don't think I can deal with clients who are always unhappy Mm. in a thankless job. Um, And that was the one thing that I got told every single day when I was working there, being a lawyer is a thankless job. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of decided that it wasn't for me. And at the same time, I was just loving teaching my little mm-hmm. instrumental students. So mm-hmm. I was like, I think that's something that, like, yeah, I'll have bad days. I'll have hard days. But I think that's something that I could find myself really enjoying. Um,
0: because, and, it, like, it, it's everyone's plan B. yeah.
1: If you can't do, teach, right?
0: <laughs>
1: but, like, I'm so thankful for that because that was actually...
0: I can only make that joke because I have a teaching degree. <laughs> like, I've done I've done the fucking hard yards, everyone, to say shit like that.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, so I stopped that law degree. I was like, I'm just going to take a year to teach and, like, do some more performing and figure out what the heck I want to do with my life. Um, but then, like, a month later, my dad convinced me that doing a Master of Teaching was a good idea, because it was something that I considered... It was your dad? Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Because it was something that I... He I'd...
0: fucking loved it, loves degrees, eh?
1: Well, he does, but <laughs> he also... I'm just,
0: I'm stuck, he
1: yeah. knows me really well.
0: He does. Oh, yeah. Um... You, you are him yeah, yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. In so many ways, you're different, but, like, mm. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um yeah he was kind of like if you were thinking about doing it one day anyway like why don't you just do it now like wouldn't it be so much easier to just like keep studying while you've been going Mm. and you know you'll find out if you like it or not um
0: can i can i jump in though like mm. i I did make the joke you know you are like your dad and you Mm. agreed i can't understand this whether it was from you saying it or it was honestly if you if you ever meet like your dad and if you know courtney you'll be like yeah Sorry, it's not immediate. It's not immediate, but they are. We are very similar in the ways that they think, like, and you can see in their connection, right? That's the way I know that they are so alike because you know, Connie gets on with her mum, and that's fine. But I think it's safe to say that like Vicky gets on. Maybe with.
1: There's something really special between my mum and my sister.
0: Yeah, and they it's awesome. Like, I'm not. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they have a really beautiful and special relationship. Um, and but, I don't have that same relationship with my mom. I have a really, really nice relationship with my mom, but yeah. it's not the same as my sister's.
0: Yeah, and I, she'll probably listen to this and get very angry. Um, maybe, I don't know. I don't think she'll get angry. She won't um, understand.
1: No, I reckon she wouldn't understand. She does know that the relationship with Dom is different,
0: but she mm.
1: wouldn't say there's any that's greater or lesser.
0: They're and that's different. not, and that I don't that think that's fair. the point here. Like, we're not saying that. Mm. And I'm not saying that, Everyone, you know, just because you don't get along with your mum means you get along with your dad. Anyway, I'm getting on a tangent. Like, you connect so well, and he connects us so well with you. Like, I can see... Because I see all of you, like, all the time. Um, I see how you're going. I see the bad bits as well as the good bits. Um, and I see the way that your dad asks so few... Like, few questions compared to your mum. But connects with you in a way that just... she she never does um uh it's it's beautiful and and yeah i see it as because you are so similar and i was once chatting to both of them when you were asleep and i said mark i love the way that you talk to corny because you have vicky like you've got your relationship and that's fantastic but because you are so similar that's like that that, that that that's how it's that's how I see that sort of mapped out. Um, and he was like, What? I remember. We're not we're not similar. Did he actually say that? I think so, I'm trying to remember now, but like he he, he seemed surprised. But then he was like, Oh yeah, and like, he kind of, he, you know, like, came around to the idea, but I found it very interesting that he hadn't really thought about it that way. Mm. Um, I, th- I do have
1: a lot of my mum in me, though. Like,
0: and that's the, like... A lot like, of
1: similar traits. Yeah,
0: like, um, you know, I, I think a Dad would be happy for me to say, he doesn't understand mental health.
1: No, no, no. He, well, he's never experienced it.
0: That's... Sorry, he, he's not going to get that perspective. Yeah. Like, but... That wasn't like, the point of what I just said.
1: But anyway.
0: No, but I, I guess the point I'm making is, like... He asks you questions about, like, how you are, I guess, the point of it
1: hmm. in
0: a way that seems like he's had experiences like that. Yeah. Um,
1: he's very empathetic.
0: He is. He's, he's in, both both your parents are fantastic. I'm very blessed and, and lucky to have them in, in my life and that they've accepted me for, for who I am. Hmm. Um, anyway,
1: so Dad was the one who encouraged me to start my Master of Secondary Teaching. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and... I loved studying that degree, Um, loved my first placement, that school was awesome and my prac teacher was awesome. Um, My second placement was a little bit not so. (laughs) It was um, very stressful. My supervising teacher was chaotic and stressful. (laughs) Mm. Um, But yeah, I just found a real love for working with young people, um, especially people who were going through the same things that I'd been through in high school. Like I felt real compassion for that and really empathy. And I just, yeah, had such a connection with the struggle (laughs) that is teenage life. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. I just kind of embarked down that path, but yeah, teaching was the thing that kind of brought me back to the music world. And so I've kept, um, like I've been teaching now for a little while mm. um, and I've continued my life in the music world and it's all something that I still am trying to like fully figure out like mm. I'm trying to figure out what I fully want to do with it all like I have a I've just finished a contract at a boys school um, teaching instrumental and classroom music um, which was awesome it was also very chaotic and very stressful mm. <laughs> But it was a real time of growth for me um, and I'm about to go into an all girls school teaching classroom music and humanities so, mm. so I'm really keen to see what that brings um, and both of those positions are full time but yeah I still also I love performing I want to do more of it mm. and um, and like yeah just creating music as well and um, i don't know i don't fully know what i want my life to look like but i know that i'm still exploring and i just Mm. am loving the journey um something that i'm kind of realizing and it's something that i always knew but i didn't quite like fully realize until i was working in the job like i'm an introvert very much so um i just didn't realize how much an impact teaching would have upon that because i come home every day exhausted and so mentally and emotionally fatigued um so trying to find that balance between yeah loving teaching and also needing me time whilst also being able to earn a living (laughs) yeah yeah I'm just trying to and do the things
0: I think we have expensive tastes unfortunately um we
1: do I get that from my (laughs) mum yeah
0: um so I mean it's, it's a simple question but I want you to take it far um what brings you here? Why why are you here? It's a great question. Um, and I don't just mean this podcast.
1: I think I feel a calling on my life, um, which is something that Josh hates. He hates that phrase.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's <laughs> calling you? God. Huge.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I just feel a massive calling, like, to do something special and important with my music, um, but also to do something special and important with my experiences. Um, I don't think you ever go through hardship without there being a purpose. Like, I'm a big believer in the idea that, like, we're never given something that we can't handle. And I think that that Mm. then means that like what we're given and the things that we learn from that experience it goes somewhere it's for a purpose whether it just be for our own wisdom and for the trials that are to come or whether Mm. that be to share with
0: other people Mm. Um, kind of the idea that everything has meaning even the small things yeah yeah yeah
1: everything has a purpose Wow. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. I think I just feel really called to reach people. Um, People who might not be in my current circles, people that are on the fringes, people that feel the same way that I do but don't have that community. Mm -hmm. Um, It's probably something that I struggle with as well as having community.
0: Well, I was going to say, that's... That's not you. You don't walk into a room full of people and feel called to talk to anyone.
1: No. Introvert, again. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Talking to a lot of people is really stressful.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But it doesn't mean that I don't feel called to, yeah,
0: just reach people. And it doesn't mean you're not good at it. Because if if you rewind, listener, dear listener, (laughs) this episode and listen to it again up to this point, I'm talking. Right? But Courtney's doing the bulk of it. And she just described herself as someone who's an introvert, who doesn't like to talk to other people. Um, I, think that's, I think that's a huge thing. I think that, not put words in your mouth, but I think that if you're ever in a situation where you say, I can't do this, I think, reframe it, I can't do this now but how can I move towards getting to a place that's closer Mm. to that?
1: I think it really depends on the context as well. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. You just can't escape it. Can't
0: can't escape it. (laughs) You're just going to be along for the ride. (laughs) That's it. And I, and I mean, we'll get into my story maybe Mm. later for you guys. It'll be a couple of days time, but yeah. Um, next episode, (laughs) next episode. Um, Oh, that's Liv calling. (laughs) Um, She could be here right now, but um, she was busy. She she was going to be our first guest.
1: Lame. Oh, well. Why does she not Yeah. on that offer? I know.
0: Um, We'll meet Liv soon. She's great. You know what's annoying is that I was about to get to a really interesting point. I can't remember what I was saying. What was I saying? I'm not sure. Oh, man. I think I was talking about the idea that... um, Yeah, if I mean, just get out there and do it. Like,
1: do the thing, do the thing that scares you, but that you've been wanting to do for a really long time.
0: Yeah, it's it's that simple. And the thing is, oh no, that's what I was going to talk about. Is um. Is yeah, look, we'll talk about my story, but, um, mm. but letting go, you know, like I, I, I tried to hold on to life for dear life because I thought I was in control. I love control. Mm. But when you genuinely, and I mean genuinely, not just like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm carefree, I, I let go. Like when you let go and just let like go Yeah, and trust. And I don't want to make this podcast about that. Like, I I know there's a lot of people out there that would go, "Oh, fuck off." They they just they said the G word. I'm out here. They used this to to, you know evangelize me. That's not the point of this. Um, I yeah. Just first thing is noticing you're in a stream. Second thing is noticing that there's a current. I think the third thing is probably trying to avoid the current
1: no I think it's just kind of going with the current
0: yes. and knowing and that it'll
1: take you to the places that you need to be so
0: true and if you, go, if you let me go, get to the fourth point yeah that's that's what it is it's, it's resisting and then it's just going with the flow and just saying hey I don't know where this is going to go but mm. let's just see because I know and trust in myself and the people around me um, that it's going to happen yeah, um, yeah. alright that's fantastic. Just to cut this off, where are you? This is a, this is never an easy question because you know this this is a this is a place in time, right? Mm-hmm. This is even a week after we did, you know, a record that will never be, maybe never be, broadcast. Um, but you're even a different person compared to that a week ago. Mm-hmm. You're an incredibly different person to when I met you, and the person years before that. Um, where do you see yourself now? And where do you see yourself wanting to go? Um.
1: Mm. It is a hard question. Um, I just want to do something meaningful. And I think that's where my passion for teaching comes in. It feels meaningful. So I think like no matter what I'm doing, I'll always be teaching in some capacity, whether it be in a school, um, private instrumental lessons at home like I do both of those things at the moment but who knows if it'll continue in the same capacity or not um, I am a strong believer in the power of music um, and I just yeah want to play as much as I can um, make a beautiful time for as many people as I can um, yeah I just want to create something new and different and have a good time along the way and just see what life brings mm. yeah
0: It's good that's good um it, if you're out there I really want you to ask yourself that I really want if you don't have a definitive answer don't don't be scared yeah that's
1: okay that's, I still don't know like yeah what I want to be in five years time like People, when you are applying for jobs, they're like, "Where do you see yourself in five years' time?" Um, sorry, I don't put restrictions on my life like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, and uh, but I, I think on the flip side, or, or on the other side of the coin, if you if you are sitting there and you're saying, "This is what I want to do," um, go sit, get it. No. No. Okay. No, um, sit in that. You know, I really want you to to just sit in that for a moment. Because it's a it's a really it's a really awesome space, mm. um, and and I'm not saying oh, I can't guarantee whether you'll get that thing, can't guarantee whether Courtney will do the things that she just said that she hopes come in the future, but I know that she trusts that it's going to work out, and I know that she's spent that time sitting in it and going mm. yes Spent yes. a
1: long time sitting in it <laughs> yeah
0: and being like yep this yeah. is it. And,
1: and I think the thing is, like, I've spent so long sitting and wondering and praying and, you know, just questioning and trying to figure out, like, where I'm meant to be or what I want to be doing, um, that now I'm kind of at a point where I'm like, no, I really do feel some kind of calling, I feel some kind of urge, okay, I have to kind of grab it by the reins and make it happen, but not make it happen, but, like, put the work in, you know? and like, if I want to be... A wedding and a function or entertainment musician kind of thing like I have to advertise I have to have business cards I have to have a website I have to be putting stuff up on social media which makes me feel so uncomfortable but it's necessary if you want to succeed in that industry and so yeah I'm actually going out of my way to try and make those things happen and just wait to see if there are closed or open doors
0: Yeah. It's not going to lay itself in front of you and with a big sign saying, you know, do this, do that. Um, have a bit of um, Ron Weasley's, what, what was it, confidence juice? I'm thinking a, think a confidence uh, yeah. man. The, um, um, uh, uh, oh. Felix Felicis. Oh, Felix Felicius? Felicius. Um, it was it, like a good luck. It's, it's liquid luck. Liquid luck, yeah.
1: Um, oh my gosh, I can't get that. We
0: should watch that movie tonight. We, should, we You know what? We might. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, um, that's one of my, well, I'm not going to say one of my favourite scenes, but it's a really great scene where we know in the book and we know in the movie that Harry, well, we think Harry put it in. He never says that he put it in. Ron no, he does.
1: He tells him lying.
0: Yes. Oh, so he does lie. Yeah, he lies to her. Ah, okay. But he tells Hermione that he lied. No, 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 no. This is what he does. Because, okay, Ron immediately goes, hang on. No, no, Hermione goes, Harry, don't do that. And then Ron goes, wait, what, 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 what? And then he goes, you put it in, didn't you? And then Harry kind of just goes.
1: Yeah, and
0: then he tells Hermione later. Yeah, later. After
1: Ron is gone, but in that moment.
0: Yes. We're
1: going to watch the movie again. We'll
0: let you guys know. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you go. But yeah, like, what, what Ron had was not actually liquid luck. He went on to sort of do a great feat on the field. It showed that he had the talent in him within himself. He didn't believe in himself, but... But then he had the confidence. Have a dose of your own confidence. Have a dose of your own liquid luck. Um, I'm a bit too high on it currently. It's getting me in trouble. Um, <laughs> you're probably not high enough on it. Um. Not. I don't think anyone's quite...
1: I remember too much about Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> I don't think anyone's quite balanced out in that. But, um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead and do that. That's your homework for this week. Do you want to put that in explicit
1: terms for um, the...
0: Teachers and students in our lives. <laughs> well, as in, like, get your diaries out. Like, let's let's write it down.
1: Yeah.
0: What are they? What's their homework? What are they doing? Oh, they're, they're, okay. Work out what you want to do, and then do a plan of how you're going to get there.
1: What about sitting in it? Oh,
0: yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Josh had too big
1: a glass of beer.
0: <laughs> anyway, you, you you just take it out if you like. Like, just just <laughs> do none of it. Do all of it. Um, do a little bit of it um, but just relax I, I reckon right. do it feels right trust trust I love that mm. um, I reckon we got watch Harry Potter now no, I reckon so too let's do it I love that alright okay. well I guess there's only one thing left to say more on that later love that catch you next week <laughs>